Hello and hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list you can imagine. Best microwave dinner, top Halloween costumes, best breakfast items, nothing is off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when we think we are right. I'm your host, Tom Lockhart, and with me as always is... Eric Shane. How you doing, Tommy? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Doing okay. Just uh, really hoping summer will be here pretty soon. I'm, I'm very ready for some actual sunshine at some point. <sighs> no, that doesn't sound good at all. I hate the summer. It's too hot, and I don't like it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, we hate happy things. Ugh. You're, you're weird, buddy. I am weird. Oh, I hate the sun. It's the worst. What does it do for me? Well, I know it does for <laughs> our our other our other counterpart who, who who happens. I think he likes the sun. Who's that? Zach Rancourt. Yes, I really like the sun a lot. Um, oh. Growing up in a place that's soggy and damp the entire time, it's nice to have sunshine because it makes you feel joyous and uh, it makes you get really excited about everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, I uh, my run today was great. It was really warm out and it felt fantastic. But now my allergies are kicking in, so that's not good. But otherwise, I'm not going to complain. Love it. That, that's the thing is, I'm like a happy person all the time. I don't get depressed in the winter and in the rainy season. So when the sun comes out, it's just like now it's really hot and I'm sweating all the time. Mm. It, I, I don't know why, but it has the opposite effect on me because I'm so just. You get feeling seasonal, good <laughs> seasonal depression in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Like if I moved to like Los Angeles, I'd be depressed all the time. Like, oh, this wow. weather. Oh, it's killing me. Well, good for you, jerk. I know. I'm such a jerk. <sighs> but you know what? Laughter is the best medicine. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a real nice segue. Well, you know, besides actual medicine, actual medicine is oh. probably actually better. Uh, but what's better than throwing in a VHS, a DVD, or this crazy new thing called streaming and just laughing the whole night away, watching a nice cinematic adventure? Personally, I'm choosing the movie Seven because what's in the box? Belly laughs. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> Am I joking? Who knows? But. Come on over and share a laugh with us, because today we are discussing our top five comedy movies, and I can't stop laughing. (laughs) Uh, To enhance discussion, we didn't share our list with each other, and by no means are we experts or historians in said category. We are just a few dudes who like to talk about nonsense. And I will start us off with what I think is an underappreciated movie, which is Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. I love that movie. (laughs) It's such a good movie. And every it seems like every seven years or so, there's a boom of just biopic music movies. Around the time that this came out, it was uh, Walk the Line about Johnny Cash and Ray, uh, about Ray Charles. And then we had a couple recently with there's that new Elvis one that's coming out that was supposed to come out closer to like Bohemian Rhapsody and whatnot, but COVID and all that sort of stuff. But uh, Walk Hard is a parody of that type of movie. It's it's about Dewey Cox, who sadly, as happens way too often, cuts his little or his big brother in half. I can't remember if it's little or big big brother but with a machete it happens to all sorts of kids out there and he has to be 
as good as the two of them put together to kind of live up to the legacy of his brother who was amazing at everything. And his dad hates him. It's a hilarious movie. Uh, John C. Riley. I, I love the fact that he like plays his own 13 year old self. Um, just seeing an adult, like hanging out with kids. And I, I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard, but I, I love this movie and I probably watch it three or four times a year. Um, Cause it's, it's one of my favorite like comedy movies as it's on this list. Clearly. Um, I take it. You both have seen Dewey Cox. <laughs> no, I have not. You have not seen. Oh, you need to watch have, Dewey Cox. I have not seen Dewey Cox. I have heard <laughs> it's amazing, but I have not personally seen it. No. I'm uh, starting to think that maybe you don't believe in me. I do believe in you. I just know you're going to fail. <laughs> uh, or each time he goes in the bathroom to learn about Get out of here, drug. Dewey. You don't want no part of this shit. <laughs> it's called Viagra. It gives you a boner. <laughs> boner lasts for more, for more than four hours. Call more ladies. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah. So Dewey Cox is number the number one one on my list. Uh, yeah. Eric, how about you? What you got? Okay. Well, I've got uh, I, I've got some farces on my list, but I, I'm not going to start with that. I'm going to start with, well, I guess it's kind of a farcical movie. I guess that's the basis of comedy anyway. Airplane. Airplane is one of, if not the, it, it's right up there as one of the funniest movies of all time. You go down any, any ranking of it. It's really just wildly considered, widely considered one of the funniest movies ever. Uh, everybody listening to this I, I has probably seen the movie a couple dozen times or whatever, but um, yeah, the Zucker brothers set the bar insanely high with airplane. And it's one of those movies where, I mean, the good thing about comedy movies is, you know, they're so quotable, right? We go through, uh, what's her, Roger, Roger, what's her vector, Victor? Uh, <laughs> can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. You know, shit like that. Just, I mean, we could sit here all day and quote that movie. We could probably, the three of us, if we really tried hard enough, we could probably recreate that movie line by line. I've seen it that many times. I'm sure you have as well. It is hysterical. I don't know if you would call it a, a, a farce because it's sort of like I don't know what kind of comedy it's a farce it. yeah a little it's, it's it's slapstick it's a slapstick yeah. farce yeah a little bit of slapstick in there uh I guess we can go through and talk about our favorite scenes because I think my favorite one is with the lady she's freaking out in the office like I gotta get out of here I gotta get out of here and line the, everybody lines up just start smacking the shit out of her I don't know why that strikes me as hilarious <laughs> but it just does uh, airplane I, I would say that my favorite thing is the running gag of him having a drinking problem. It's my oh, favorite. Yeah. And, and I never, I never got the... that when I was a kid. I didn't understand yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, oh, he's it's big, it's red, and it's white. It's like a giant, a giant Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sit on your, I used to sit on your face and I would wriggle. <laughs> oh, boy. It's like we're having the chicken or the fish. <laughs> yeah, the shit hit the fan. Uh, the windshield cleaner. Uh, oh gosh! Have you ever been in a cockpit oh. before? No, Mister. I've never been in an airplane before. Oh, yeah. have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Do you like gladiator movies? <laughs> I mean, have you ever been inside a Turkish prison? <sighs> oh gosh! Um, or when she's freaking out and they're like, "Calm down, calm down!" And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's the what, entire. Yeah. Oh gosh! 
yeah, that's my favorite part. Anyway, there's just so, a, always something going on in that movie. Like it never misses a second of comedy. Like if if the, stewardess, a, I, I speak jive. If there's a gap in there, we're throwing a joke in. If it's somebody doing something in the background or what, just ugh. Oh, hundred jokes a minute. <laughs> well, it's just out of nowhere, like out of left field stuff too. Like, uh, um, like when the plane, when the autopilot's engaged and they flash to the doctor and he's like doing a pat, like, I don't know what the hell he was doing. Is it a pap smear? Or is it, what's he going with? Anyway, he's got these lady, lady up in the stirrups or whatever. What's going on up there? Like what, wh- why, who would think of this shit though? Though Anyway, so. My dad says I if you hustled that. more, you would you'd probably score more points. He's like, tell your dad that he should probably lay off or whatever. Yeah, I love Karim how Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the co-pilot for like no reason whatsoever. What's your I vector, Victor? Yeah. Roger, Roger. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love it. Yeah, that movie's incredible. It looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. <laughs> looks so, like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. <laughs> so that's why I also picked Airplane as my first choice. Uh, Excellent. I, 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 so I should mention that this movie is not streaming anywhere. Um, I checked and unfortunately it is not streaming anywhere uh, at, at the time. So you will have to uh, purchase it if you want to watch it, but it can definitely, um, or definitely pops up here and there uh, when it's, when it's available. Dewey Cox, the, the walk hard Dewey Cox story that is streaming on Peacock with ads. Mm-hmm. If you, if you have it and also on Hulu for with no ads, I believe. Um, so th- that's where those are available, but, but I own airplane and I actually will probably watch it after tonight. Cause when I was doing this list, I was just thinking that was the first one that came to mind is I, I never got the jokes when I was a kid, but then when I got older, I laughed my ass off with it. So cool. <laughs> and I like when, when the guy from unsolved mysteries goes to the airport and they're trying to give him lays and all these things. And he starts like blocking people and punching people out. And like, <laughs> sir, do you have a moment to talk about a Lord and savior for Jesus Christ? And he just knocks the person out. God, it's so funny. <laughs> The blue zone is for immediate and uh, like unloading and, and whatever. No parking in the blue zone. It's like, okay, Jan, I get it. It's your time of month <laughs> <So> <laughs> when they're arguing on the God. I'm so bad at remembering lines, but when they're arguing o- over the PA system, there's so many fun uh, farcical jokes in this that just are uh, absolutely absurd. And, and they, they work wonders because this movie was, was making fun of, um, disaster films that came out yes. around the uh, the 60s and 70s towering inferno um uh, airport 1976 or whatever it's called um tons of movies like that and so this was making fun of it and same thing much akin to walk hard the dewey cox story that movie was taking inspiration from walk the line the johnny cash uh biopic but it's it's also you know kind of making fun of like the doors uh, movie the jim morrison one and um and then later on, you would see this happen again with a Bohemian Rhapsody, which is terrible, by the way. Um, and then uh, <laughs> Rocket Man and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's I think it's it's spot on and it's hilarious and it's a good story. And it, it, that movie gets funnier and funnier. But yes, for my number one, I also went with Airplane. Well, I'm glad you did. Uh, we're in a total agreement. Like I said, if we try real hard, we could probably spend the next hour or so recreating that entire movie line by line. But God, let's, I, lo- let's... I love that movie so much. Yeah. So do I. All right, boys, let's get pictures. And they just go take pictures off of the wall. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfection. Oh, it's so good. So. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're coming back to buy number two, which mine is a mockumentary. Um, and you might be able to guess what it is. It Fun. is. This is Spinal Tap, which nice. uh, I, I just watched it like two weeks ago. And... It still holds up. I I would actually say that a lot of comedies from the 80s, I don't 
care for too. Like they're fine, but there's very few that I'm like, this is amazing. But this is Spinal Tap is one of them. And it's just about a, you know, a rock band who has some ridiculous songs that I love. Uh, We got Stonehenge. That's only about seven inches tall, you know, so let's get a little dwarf to uh, to dance around it. Okay, cool. Yeah, that'll make it look awesome. Um, uh, There's the, uh, you know, putting the uh, the speaker up to 11. That scene's great. I remember during the Seahawks Super Bowl um, when Kurt Russell was doing our intro and he was talking about how the fans like to turn it up to 12 and it's just like, <laughs> Oh, spinal tap, t- tap joke in the middle of this super bowl lead in. Great. Oh, spinal tap rules. I wish I actually, do they have actual albums? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I've actually never seen, um, this is spinal tap. I only know parts. I don't, I only know the, no, but these go up to 11 <laughs> sort of thing. So I'm sure, I'm sure it's really funny. And it's only an hour and 22 minutes, but it's not streaming anywhere, sadly. So once it is streaming, I will make it a point to watch it because it's just one of those movies that I know I need. I need to jump on because mockumentaries are really funny. They can be kind of shitty at times, but they are they're pretty funny. Have you ever seen documentary now? Uh, I've seen some of it. So that's kind of what reminds me of what this is. Spinal Tap is. And I think that's where Bill Hader and um uh, Fred Armisen got the idea for yeah. documentary now was from things like spinal. This is spinal tap. So the, the mockumentaries and what we do in the shadows. That's another really good mockumentary. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the best. Actually, I didn't even think about it. I might have to switch up my list mid list here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, Eric, I like what's your, your number two? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Number two. On you? Well, <clears throat> well, I, I let off with one Zucker brothers. I'm going into the, another one. Basketball. Oh, I fucking love basketball. <laughs> Criminally underrated because it's brought to you by the same schmucks who made Airplane, starring the schmucks who made South Park. And it's it, it's a comedy goldmine. Uh, it's eminently quotable. It's irreverent to the Max Gonzo. Um, again, I, I, I can't tell you how many quotes I, I've had to think of and sort of mark down. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I just I'm trying to think of like, the the funniest parts of the entire movie are I think um definitely the psych out like the first psych outs I uh, is like and I should have been gone dude I said no more journey psych outs <laughs> he says no more Steve, <laughs> no more journey psych outs Steve, Steve Perry Steve Perry, Steve Perry. <laughs> uh, uh, squeak <laughs> like, yeah, your mom's going like, out with squeak <laughs> hey you say say totally fucked up shit hey why is that totally fucked up <laughs> no dude you're a piece of shit. I'm not a piece of shit. Yeah, but you're a little bitch. <laughs> I swear to <laughs> sure God, are. if you guys rag on me 13 or 14 more times, I'm out of here. Your bed is over here. Yeah. He shows oh, the sweet. Dog Does this couch pull out? Yeah, to a pretty sweet bed. But that's Jenkins' bed. Your bed is over here. Dude, that is so fucking weak. How am I supposed to get a chick in that? Dude, oh, don't worry, dude. Chick, you got a chick about a hundred dollar building in your zipper. I love that movie. Justin and I quote it on the Don't Be Crazy podcast all the time. We always... We go with your hula hoops and your Pac-Man video games. Oh, um, yeah. Do that Dan quite a Fogel bit. Birds. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's so it's so funny. He's like, no, you don't. You like Taco Bell. I say, I say that quite a bit to people. Dude, a, that was a hostel. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I love hospitals. No, you don't. You love Taco Bell. <laughs> it's great. Uh, uh, Basketball yes. okay. is, is a classic. Very good choice. Thank you so much. Yes, it is one of my all-time favorite movies. I'm... Uh, 
I'm surprised I was allowed to watch it when it came out. I don't think my mom knew what she was getting into when we rented it at Blockbuster because kids, that used to be a thing. There used to be these places, these little stores that were called Blockbuster Video, mm -hmm. and you can walk into that store and there were movies all over the place, like cassettes of movies, big old like square. They look like the size of books. Okay, books are those things that you see on the shelf of your parents' house that have covers. Anyway, that's a long story. Anyway, basketball. It's, it's, it's just a movie about baseball and basketball. I mean, what's the hey, harm who, in it? <laughs> who didn't invent a sport when they were a kid, right? Or try to invent that's, a sport. That's true. I did. You got to try and you usually yeah. fail. <laughs> I probably played something akin to ba basketball. Uh, I, and I loved one of the opening scenes. It's like, when I grow up, I'm going to be a big sports star. And then it shows them all taking a piss outside. All right, Reamer, one day I'm going to open a big sports bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, none, none of that two-on-two -two shit you guys play in the suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> play, play street rules. Anyway, uh, so yes, basketball is my number two. Very good choice. Thank you. Well, I guess that goes to me. And my number three we just did for the Don't Be Crazy podcast, and that is Happy Gilmore. I will be posting that today, so by the time this is posted, it'll be available for everybody to listen to. But Happy Gilmore is one of my all-time favorite comedies. I think it is damn near flawless in the sense of in the sense of how it makes me feel and how I laugh. The story is great. It's simple. It's stupid. But I remember every single beat of that movie, and I almost didn't watch it before we recorded our Don't Be Crazy episode because I just know it pretty much by heart. Um, I laugh every single time I watch that movie. There isn't a moment I don't laugh. And also it gave us Shooter McGavin, who's possibly one of the greatest movie villains of all time. It's like, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Stay away. Uh... Listen to what I say. <laughs> You'll pay. <laughs> I could just... He goes like, I can make things out of clay. I just may go to the bay. What do you say? Yeah, that kind of shit is so funny to me. I butchered that line, too. But um, yeah, it's I laugh every time I watch that movie. And he's like, you just hit that guy. He's like, he shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> so, um, yes, we I think between all of us, we could quote that movie forever and ever. Uh, but yeah. do you guys remember the first time you saw Happy Gilmore? Ooh, the first time I saw yeah. Happy Gilmore. Um, I don't remember. No, <laughs> I do. What do you think? Uh, uh, yeah, well, I thought it was awesome. I actually fell in love with Adam Sandler movies at that point because I hadn't seen Billy Madison or you know any of the other or, you know. But I, I don't know which one came out first. But um, Happy Gilmore sort of got me hooked on the Adam Sandler movies, and I I, I was a fan for a long, long time. Seen all of his stuff, really. Um, yeah, Happy Gilmore. And Billy, I, I thought about going with either that or Billy Madison. I couldn't choose which one, so I left them both off. So I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up. I think between the two of them, Happy Gilmore is probably my favorite. Yeah, Billy Madison's just kind of nonsensical at times, and it's it's funny, but it's him him doing the Adam Sandler voice the whole time. But, but I, I I quote yeah. that it's like, shampoo is better. I make the hair all nice and clean. Conditioner is better. I make the hair all silky and smooth. Oh, really, fool? Really? Yes. Stop looking at me, Swan. So <laughs> I, I think, okay, but but the hard thing about Billy Madison is I bet if you showed it to somebody now who had never seen it before, they would yeah. probably be like, uh, I don't know if I get it. But with Happy Gilmore, it makes sense because it's a, it's a coherent story. Billy Madison has moments that are just so random that don't really make any sense. But it's, it's just funny because it's him and his buddies from SNL, you know, doing stupid shit like Norm Macdonald is fantastic in Billy Madison, but he really <laughs> doesn't advance the movie and he really doesn't do anything in it. Um, it. But 
at least with Happy Gilmore, it makes total sense with everything. Like I love Carl Weathers as Chubbs. He's like, don't you worry about that. It's made of wood, real sturdy. <laughs> the car runs over it. He's like, oh, uh, <laughs> we'll see ya. Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? Um, so I, I, I think that with Happy Gilmore, I you could show it to somebody and they would probably laugh their asses off. But I, I really do like Billy Madison as well. I mean, I'm not saying anything negative, but I grew up with that movie. So it, it hits that one hits harder for me. Well, they both slap, but I understand what you're getting at. Yeah, totally. So I get it because uh, well, Billy Matt, Billy Madison's weird because I don't think that Billy Madison should have been running the company. I'd be pissed if I was the guy who's going up against him like the whole Eric, time too. Eric. Like, what, <laughs> yeah, like you're gonna give this idiot your company when clearly he's not qualified. This is nepotism at its worst, like yeah. even worse than worse. He's just an idiot. <laughs> like let the guy who knows how to run the company run the company. Damn it. Just give Billy some shares or something. He doesn't have to like run the place. It's <sighs> just yeah. bullshit. I agree with you. I'm with Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, movie, well, yeah, it's still a good movie. It's hilarious. Um, but uh, let's move on to my third one, which I was trying to choose between two Farley brother movies. Which one do you think I picked? There's something about Mary. No. What's the other one? Well, there's Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> which oh. I did not pick. <laughs> I didn't even realize um, it was a Farley brothers movie. Farley but brothers. I, yeah, but I went with Kingpin. Because oh, Kingpin is... Just a great comedy about a guy who's down on his luck because he gets his hand. Speaking of people without hands, gets his hand torn up in a bowling. What would what is the thing that comes? Is it just bowling ball returner? Oh, like a ball retriever. <laughs> ball retriever. There we go. Because he gets kind of led astray by a certain uh, man with a comb over uh, played by Bill Murray. Um, I can't remember. What's his name? I don't remember, but yeah, oh, I can't for, for being on my list. It's crazy. I can't remember. Uh, but so he's down on his luck. He was going to be a huge bowler. And then he comes across a man, a man who's great at bowling and is also Amish. <laughs> and it just builds into a great story that culminates in a man drinking sperm from a bowl. Okay. So that's, that's early in the movie, but that's the funny funniest scene because it's just like oh i mil- i milked your cow we don't have a cow we have a bull oh, <laughs> and gross. he just has the the white stuff dribbling down his chin <laughs> oh it is just solid comedy all the way through uh yeah so have, have you guys seen kingpin no <laughs> I, I have not I, seen kingpin i have what is I, going I, on? I, I thought it, i thought it was really funny i don't know my friend matt he loves that movie and then justin also quotes it all the time it's I mean, I liked it. I thought it was funny. I just I wasn't laughing my ass off with it. But I mean, there are a lot of people who really love it. So I'm not going to I'm not going to discount you on that. Tom. Good, because I'm right. Um, and Eric, you sure did months in it. So you'll get that if you watch the movie. OK, um, I'm sure I will. <laughs> you one of these sure years, <laughs> one of these years, I'll watch it. I promise. I believe you. I don't. OK. That's probably good. Should I move on to my number three? Yeah, you might as well. Okay. Well, my number three is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. 
I friggin' love Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Speaking of movies that you can quote forever and ever, uh, I think I actually, at one point, I memorized the the Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. Let me see if I can recite it. Uh, Brother Maynard, bring up the Holy Hand Grenade. Then he does the little chant. Anyway, I'm not going to do it all. Point is, that movie is the wonderful King Arthur legend uh, as told as it truly was. Uh, horses had not been invented yet, so people followed along with the coconuts and banging them together. Um, which, of course, as we all know, uh, is a mysterious. Uh, it's mysterious how those coconuts got to England, where they carried by an African swallow. But African swallows don't migrate, and this is uh, this. This was never solved. Uh, to this day, it is a great mystery of history. But uh, um, yeah, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is wonderful. I love it. Uh, uh, you guys have seen that movie, right? You've well, seen we, it? we had this. We had this conversation couple episodes ago and i know that zach is not for it and i said i was somewhere in the middle but i watched it like the next day and i'm leaning a lot more towards your side eric it is pretty great it's hysterical (laughs) how do you not yeah oh i mean okay zach what are your concerns with it i mean if it doesn't do it for you comedy subjective comedy subjective let's just acknowledge that right up front we should have probably said that right at the top of the uh, podcast what 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 is it does it does it just does it just doesn't work for you or does it actually you actively dislike it i believe that uh if people really want to know my true thoughts in it they should listen to our episode uh top five unpopular opinions because it was one of my unpopular opinions that i don't think monty python is funny so uh it is just a it's a dry humor that i get but i'm i feel like i'm forcing myself to laugh with it. There are some funny moments. I'm not going to deny that. And I love John Cleese. So, you know, anything that he does with Monty Python is great. Um, and I like Terry Gilliam a lot, his, his movies. So it just kind of makes sense, but I never really could get behind it. Uh, you could say the same thing about people who, who like, uh, Mel Brooks. Like there are people out there who don't like Mel Brooks. And I think, they he has a lot of inspiration from Monty Python, or they you know sure. they, they are very similar. But I think Mel Brooks movies are far and away more funny than than any Monty Python movie, mm-hmm. and and that's fine. And I'm not going to tell you you're wrong for having it on your list. I just I just don't really laugh. I mean, I can appreciate the fourth wall breaking for it, um, and I can appreciate moments and quotable lines. But when I'm watching a movie and sitting down and and actually seeing it, much like Billy Madison. It's going to be a hard sell. Billy Madison is great because we can quote it after and we all remember the beats and we get it. You know, sloppy Joe, like that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> I'm sure sloppy Joe's um, that kind of stuff we can quote all the time. And that's what makes it funnier when we see it on repeat viewings. But when I first saw Monty Python and the Holy Girl, actually a few years ago, I was like, I don't get it. And I, I, I didn't understand why I didn't get it. And I kind of it made me it made me like upset because I'm like, what am I missing here? And then I just realized it's okay. It's okay to not like something. Sure. 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 It's okay to not like something. I still fought in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries, but I understand. Uh, It's a, it's a, come on. It's a line from the movie. All right, fine. The movie that we're talking about guys. I I guess it's uh, (laughs) fine. There's a difference, I guess, between, (laughs) You know, it could be humorous, but not necessarily funny. 
I, I think there's a distinction there. It's like, yeah, I, I recognize I'm supposed to laugh at that, but I'm not actually laughing at it. So I think, yeah, some of the movies I was, I was when I was looking for inspiration for my list here, I'm like, I, I find the movie kind of humorous, but I don't find it funny. Right. Like it doesn't actually make me laugh out loud funny. All the movies on my list, there's something in there that makes me just lose my shit. So Monty Python, Holy Grail is my number three. What is your number three, Zach? Uh, so, I mean, I'm Tom, Tom said it early, but uh, Dumb and Dumber, that movie is <laughs> so funny and I laugh all the time. But I mean, that came out, you know, in the 90s and in, 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 I think 94 but or maybe 95 but it was one of those movies too that if you saw it at, at the young age it's hilarious i don't know if it holds up well now with the new audience uh, because comedy has just changed but i still go ape shit for that movie and i think it's so hilarious and i quote it all the damn time i almost so that movie happy gilmore and tommy boy are the three movies that i quote almost on a daily basis in just everyday life i'm i mean i always say so you're saying there's a chance and I think I said it the other day. I was like, no way we landed on the moon. Um, I mean, I could sit here and quote dumb and dumber left and right. And I'm like, I'm sorry. My friend here is a little slow. The town is back that way. Uh, so do that a ton. And I mean, it's, it's, it's great when a movie can, can have such a profound effect that it becomes uh, a part of your everyday life, like the fabric of your everyday life and, and the script that we have. And so I, I think that's a hallmark of a, of a classic in my opinion, but dumb and dumb and dumber is definitely a, a must see movie and a beloved movie for people our age, or at least in, in who grew up in the, in the nineties. Just what I think you can't be any dumber. You go and pull a stunt like this and totally, and totally redeem, redeem yourself. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes, I love that movie. Yeah, it's so good. It's so funny. And <laughs> our pets' heads are falling off. Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> Anytime I, t- I take ibuprofen, I go, "Pills are good. Pills are good." <laughs> oh, I li- literally quote that movie every single day. That Tommy Boy and Happy Gilmore. I say a quote from it every <laughs> single day because it just applies to everyday life. Good choice. Excellent Very choice. Good choice. I mean, Kingpin's better, but whatever. No. <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't tell you no, a single no. line from Kingpin. Neither well, the I whole thing. I haven't seen it, so. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I guess I'll move on to my number four. Um, I've brought this one up on the podcast before. It's the only movie that should be played for 24 hours in a single day. Um, and that's Groundhog Day. It's my favorite Bill Murray movie. It's... Again, should own Christmas story, screw you. Stop being played for 24 hours. Groundhog Day is the only one. It's the only one that makes sense. It needs to play 24 hours because he's living 24 hours over and over again. God damn it. Uh, but in the, in the beginning, it's just about basically a grumpy weatherman who doesn't really want to be a weatherman anymore. It seems like he is just upset at life. And then he gets stuck in a town that is just so happy and idyllic and he can't stand it. For some reason he hates this little town and he will hate this town over and over and over and over and over again. No matter how many skills he learns with his thousands of hours, he's not going to escape this day. No matter how many times he kills himself, he's not getting out of this. 
Ned Ryerson is going to be there every day as he steps into that goddamn puddle. And it's beautiful each and every time. Yeah. Groundhog Day. I you really, you know, I just, I love that movie too. <laughs> just not as much as you. I yeah. do. I, I, I have thought about that quite a bit. Like what would, you know how he kind of learns certain skills, learns the piano mm-hmm. and things like that. If you had the chance to actually have a Groundhog Day situation for like, however long he goes through it, I can't remember how long he actually was. Like they, don't actually, they don't they, actually, they don't actually state stay. how long. It's just a very, very, very long time. There are people who have calculated it based off of weird formulas of like how long it would take to learn piano, what he had, or how long it would take to learn different languages. And then compared like the other people, how long it would take to have these conversations. It was ridiculous. And someone had way too much time on their hands, but they said something like a thousand years. And it's like, are you kidding me? Mm. (laughs) I'm going to say no, but okay. But did you do the math? No, I didn't. Exactly. You're right. I did. Yeah. So they they win, and I'm a piece of shit because I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. And they actually worked with this, so give it to the person who worked for it because I sure won't. I sure will not. Good movie. Good, Good choice. Movie. Yeah, I love I love Groundhog's Day. I think it's so yeah. funny, and it's 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 quintessential Bill Murray. I think he's top notch in that. Just crushing it. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess we'll move on to my number four. Uh, we've talked about movies that we quote every day. We talk about movies that are kind of relatable as adults. Office Space. We talked about this a little bit the other day at uh, Trivia. The line, PC load letter? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I swear to God, I say that at least once a week when I have some problem with the printer at work. I love Office Space. That movie, and I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast before, but that is actually uh, a foundationally important movie to my life. <laughs> Honestly, I had decided <clears throat> I kind of went the the opposite direction. See how uh, the main character there he 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 goes into the office way of life, the white collar job, just mostly because that's what he was told he was supposed to do right that's what he's supposed to do that's what he goes and does and he's just profoundly unhappy deeply miserable and at the end spoiler alert uh you know he he ends up working more of a blue collar blue collar job outside and he just he finds more pleasure in that work he just it makes more sense to him that's where he's happier um through happenstance whatever Whereas I kind of had the opposite, uh, uh, the opposite uh, path. But I, one of the reasons I wanted to, to, to do the more blue collar thing is because of Office Space. I love that movie. I, and I've now that I work more in an office and I work with, I've done more white collar stuff. Holy hog shit! Oh my god, <laughs> it's a documentary, dude. From the from the bosses to the 14 different bosses you have all coming down on you for dumb shit to, to justify their ridiculous salaries and their precarious like jobs that, and that, you know, the, the, the middleman, you being the middleman or whatever between the, the engineers and the customers. Well, I'll tell you why they're bad with people. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you people? I love that movie. Everything. I could quote that movie forever. Um, hell, what the hell is, um, Except I can't remember their name. The Bobs. The Bobs are <laughs> among my favorite in there. Because, uh, and I can't remember, it was a John. 
uh, help me out here. The actor, he was in Scrubs. He yeah, was I don't guys. know his name, but I, I, yeah, I know I what you're know. talking about. McGinley Dr. Cox. Yeah. That's all I know him as. Yeah. <laughs> it's a jump to conclusions doormat. <laughs> yeah. Jump to conclusions, Matt. Yeah. Uh, everything about that movie is is wonderful. Like I said, it's more of a documentary. Uh, if you haven't seen it, whoever's listening out there, who if you haven't seen it, yes, you have. Of course you have. Of course you've seen it. Everybody's seen Office Space. So I guess my question to you guys is, how much do you love Office Space? Starting with you, Tom. How much do I, I love Office Space? Uh, it didn't make my list. Um, but yeah, I I know I watch it about once a year. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? I mean, I wish yeah. I could be just hypnotized into not caring about life. Oh, wait, I already do that without hypnotism. <laughs> Trying to cut your way into traffic and you get into the lane that's moving. As soon as you do, it stops and the lane you were in uh, starts going. Uh, who hasn't done that? By, by applause, right? I'm so... Zach, how much do you like it? I love Office Space, and I think it's great because it it discusses and and sheds light on uh, everyday instances that we we see in in any type of job, not even just an office setting. The where we get annoyed with the lady, lady who's like blah 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 blah. Just a moment, you know. Like um, you do have those coworkers who can be annoying at times, or we we feel that we have the boss who, uh, or the two bosses where one will tell you something and then another one comes in and says the exact same thing. And you're like, I yeah. just answer this for someone else. So those frustrations of, of any type of job are there. Um, and it's such a great premise. Mike judge is fantastic at directing yeah, movies is. and he gave us, you know, Beavis and butthead and this and King of the Hill. So he's, he's a legend uh, office space is infinitely quotable, incredibly funny and just such a memorable film. Um, I, I was told, that, I was that's another told, one that I also quote almost yeah. on a daily. So I was told I could listen to my radio at the reasonable volume from yeah. nine to 11. Uh, Poor I, said, <laughs> I was told there would be cake and I, but I did not get a piece of cake last year. And so I wanted cake <laughs> on my margarita. I said, no salt, no salt. Oh my gosh. I love that movie so much. He's like, what's your favorite Michael Bolton song? He's like, Oh, all of them. He's like, I know. <laughs> but when he sings, when a man loves a woman, it just, it doesn't get better than that. Oh my God. It's it's not hard. It's Nahina Naja. Nahina Naja. So yeah, I quote that movie so goddamn much. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah. Made its way into my rotation. Yeah. Because of that movie. I can't talk to my mother, so I talk to my diary. He like <laughs> turns it down and rolls up the window when the black guy walks by. God, it's so funny. Laundering. What is what is money laundering? And they have to look it up in the dictionary. Holy crap, man. Yeah, I love that movie. I'll tell you what I'll do, man. Two, Two chicks, chicks at the, the same, same time. time. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? Uh, um, yeah, well, the kind of chicks would double up on a dude like me. <laughs> yeah, I think you could do that with money. So it's like, what would you do, man? <laughs> Nothing. I would sit on my ass, and that, that's my answer. What would I do if I had all the money in the world? Jack shit. I'd do exactly what I'm doing right now. I'd be talking to you guys, playing video games, reading whatever, just nothing, hanging out. Think, oh, but you don't need to have a million dollars to do nothing. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke. Don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I think yeah. that's great. So I, I quote Office Space a lot. Excellent. Okay, well, that's my number four. What is your number four there, Zach? So another movie I quote a ton and I just I talked about it earlier is Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy is so goddamn funny and Farley was out of his mind in the sense of his comedic genius. It was so sad when he died because he was going to be one of the greats. 
Um, I mean, Adam Sandler to this day says that Chris Farley is like the funniest guy he ever knew. And so it's, it's very devastating to, to, to hear of his death, you know? Um, but like from 90, in 95, he did Tommy boy in 96, he did black sheep to follow that up. And then, you know, you have his other ones and then whatever cameos he's been in, but Holy crap, man. I laugh my ass off in Tommy boy. And it, it is heartfelt at, at times. Like Rob Lowe is great in it. Brian Dennehy is great in it. Uh, I, I love it. The, the, the dynamic duo between him and David Spade is so brilliant. Whenever something happens, if someone does something, I'm like, what'd you do? <laughs> so, or I'm like, all I got's diesel. Gotta go to the next station. So I fucking love Tommy boy. So goddamn much. Did you ever see black sheep? Yeah, I love Black Sheep. Yeah, okay, because it came out the next year. Yeah, yeah, that's another of their combinations. So. Yeah, I, I think Black Sheep was in '96. The two of them could have just done movies for a hundred years and holy been like, crap, just would have kept being good. A lot of people go to school for seven years. They're called doctors. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, Richard. And I always, whenever someone's eating, I'm like, oh, I can hear you getting fatter. <laughs> he like takes a bite of the fries and squeezes the ketchup in his mouth. He's like, I can hear you getting fatter. <laughs> Uh, that that oh, delicious funny. squishy noise coming out of the ketchup packet. Mm. So mm. gross. <laughs> you're driving along, you're driving along. It's like new guy in the back's puking his guts out. Oh my god. So he Tommy almost, Boy he, is hilarious. Yeah. He almost made that cell. I think he was just one or two more lines away from really completing that cell before he burned those cars to a burning, burning crisp. Yeah. Ugh. So Farley was one of one. That's for sure. One of one. And my next movie is one of one. Well, actually it's one of three (laughs) Um, because it's part of the Cornetto trilogy, which I went with the one that I think is the, I don't know if it's the least likely. You better say the right one, Tom. You better say the right one. (laughs) I went with the world's end. Oh, the podcast boo. was resting on your shoulders. Fail because I actually don't talking about at all. I like the world at World's End uh, more than Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Both great, amazing. They're all three amazing movies to me. But I just like the World's End more because in the first two, it's Simon Pegg is like the straight man and. Nick Frost is the lovable doofus, but in world's end they switch. And I like them better in the switched roles where Simon Pegg plays a great, just terrible person, like a douchebag who's awful. Everything else I see him in, he plays like a nice guy that you want to like. And I think that he's way better when he's a douche. (laughs) It works for me. And I like Nick Frost not having to play the lovable doofus like he does in most of the movies I see him in. I like seeing that change of pace. I I don't know. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> and everyone hates my opinions. <laughs> it's, it, it's interesting that you chose that one out of it, though, because I think Hot Fuzz is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. It's not on my list, but I, I teetered around with that idea because... That movie has grown on me time and time again. We also did that film for the Don't Be Crazy podcast, and it was a a ton of fun. Justin and I quote that all the time. 
and and that's the British humor I can get behind. I think Simon Pegg is brilliant. I think Nick Frost is brilliant. And I loved everything in that movie. So I could put that on. It's become like a comfort film for me. I put it on in the background and just, you know, laugh at random parts because I know it's coming up and I don't have to pay attention the entire time. Um, it's interesting you chose The World's End, though. Out of Here's all the world. thing. I would say that Hot Fuzz is a better movie. Yes. But The World's End is funnier to me, which is why it's on my top five comedies. Okay. Because it's funnier to me. But yes, Hot Fuzz is a better movie overall. <laughs> this is the third movie you've mentioned that I have not seen. Start watching movies. What's your problem? <laughs> I've seen tons of movies. I just hadn't seen any of those. I don't know. They just never... And- any of these awesome, great movies? I, I, okay, I just, I, for whatever reason, I just haven't seen any of those movies. It's just, I just haven't. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's understandable. I don't have things that I do. I sit at home all the time. <laughs> Pretty much, I barely leave. So, I get it. You have to, like, you know, do other things with your life. Uh-huh. You can't That's be true. as cool as I am kicking back and watching movies all day. <laughs> That's true. I got a lot going on, but I'll tell you my number five. Go ahead. Tell me if you, if you recognize uh, any of this, if you, uh, if you uh, recognize, let's see. I was angry at you before Loxley, but now I'm really pissed off. <laughs> pissed <laughs> off. If I was that close to a horse's wing, I'd be worried about being pissed, pissed on. on. Robin Hood men in tights. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, I need air. <laughs> I wanted to go with a Mel Brooks. I'm glad you brought up Mel Brooks before. Cause uh, you, this could have been a Mel Brooks fan cast. Oh, honestly, God, I love Mel Brooks so much. Right. I mean, this could have, we could have gone down the list. I, I don't know what your number five is. I really, well, maybe we'll do honorable. Me- God, I wanted to avoid honorable mentions because we'll just be here all freaking night. Uh, we got, I mean, we got time. We're getting through the list pretty quick, pretty quick. I, I really had all these different choices, but I had to go with Robin Hood men in tights because that's what that came out when I was a kid. And it was one that my mom strictly forbade like, like half an hour into the movie. She's like, no, we're not watching this. I don't know. I maybe it was more than a more like an hour, but it was I think it was the scene where he was singing to Maid Marian and it was behind the curtain and he had the sword silhouette. He did the full Prince situation before Prince did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and it, that movie is hilarious. The Men in Tights song is I, I again, I I don't sing it every day, <laughs> but I think at least once a month I'll probably is pop into my head. I don't know why. Um, but uh, I. There was a couple other movies I want to talk about on, but it was Robin Hood Men and Tights really got to the top of my list. Um, to me, it is honest to God, it is the quintessential Robin Hood that I judge all other Robin Hoods against. I don't care that it's farcical. The story itself is preposterous. It's a legend and it's a silly one at that. I like Mel Brooks' take on it. And I love how at the beginning of it, where they're going through the, the credits and the villagers are like, how come every time they there's a Robin Hood. They burned down our village. Leave us alone, <laughs> Mel Brooks. Uh, uh, he's like, wait a minute. I don't lose. And he pulls out the script and he looks. Yes. He's like, I get a second shot. <laughs> he gets a second shot. Oh, man. Yeah. I love that movie so much. All the toilets in the kingdom will now be known as John's. John's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, quite great. I, I really enjoy Robin Hood Men in Tights quite a bit. It's very funny. If we don't get no toes, we don't eat no rolls. <laughs> okay, that one actually literally got quoted yesterday, I think, by Chad in our uh, 
It, it uh, actually, yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, these, these really fun, these, these classic movies, they have the quotes and they stick with us. And that's what makes them so great. These are so well-written, so damn funny characters and, and lines matter. They're the whole, they're the whole thing, my man. Totally. I love that movie so much. Amazing. I might watch it after we're done. I blew my, yeah, I might have to go turn it on right after we're done talking. You should. Yeah, or maybe I should watch one of the movies that Tom mentioned that I haven't seen. Yes. And maybe it's the Expand My Horizons a little bit. A little Dewey Cox for you? Maybe a little Dewey Cox. I've seen clips for it. Uh, the one you mentioned before where you're just like, you don't want none of this Dewey. Yeah. I've seen clips for that before. Yeah. Robin Hood Men in Tights is not streaming anywhere, unfortunately. A lot of these movies, this is what bugs me about some streaming services. I swear, like the movies that you really want to see, they just don't have streaming like when you want to see them, but it'll just be a random time. It'll pop up and you're like, well, what the hell? I don't want to watch it now. Yeah, because so. I, I know like a couple months ago that it was on like Hulu or something. It's uh, Dewey and Cox. Then it'll, no, uh, uh, Robin Hood. Oh, Robin Hood. Yeah. Uh, were you saying Robin Hood? Or Dewey yes, Co- and, I was saying. Robin yeah, Hood. Dewey Cox was on something. Yeah. Dewey Cox is on Hulu yeah. still. OK. <laughs> I'll have to watch it again. All right. So well, good. Robin Hood Men and Tights is my number five. Cool. Very what nice. You, Zach, what's your number five? Okay. So my number five uh, is a movie that probably, I don't remember when it came out, uh, 2006, something like that. Um, super bad. I laugh <laughs> my ass choice. off for super bad. I think it is so relatable to me and my high school friends and the stupid shit that we would do. And I think it's Jonah Hill at like perfection, basically, in his comedy prowess, both him and Evan talk about Chris Farley and David Spade. I mean, Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah are are unreal. Plus, we get Fogel. <laughs> he's he, he's so great in that movie too. Emma Stone's first real big movie. Um, I laugh every time I watch that movie. It's so highly quotable. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's one of the funniest movies I've, I've ever seen. And I and I will stand by that to this day. Both Monaco and I, we got carded three times trying to see Superbad. And I was like, I've been carded more times seeing this movie because we, we got carded buying the ticket. We got carded when we gave the ticket to the ticket taker. And there was a guy standing outside the actual theater itself or the, the screen itself. And he was checking our IDs. And I'm like, what? Like, I got carded three times to see Superbad. It was ridiculous. Like, do you actually see somebody get decapitated in this no. movie or something like a real person? Like, why are we carding even once? It was I mean, weird. It's very it strange. Was so weird. That's very strange. That makes but, no sense. Good Lord. But um, but I love Superbad. Uh, I did, too. I did, too. I love that movie. I, I love uh, the, the cops in it. Uh, who is it? Uh, uh Bill Hader and Seth Rogen. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh no, the cops! They're breaking up the (laughs) story. Prepare to be fucked by the long dick of the law. (laughs) But it was also really charming because they pulled him aside. Like, we know you're not 21, McLeod. Okay, (laughs) come on, we're not idiots. Come on. It was just we hated cops when we were your age, and we didn't want you to hate cops. So, oh man, so cool. Very cool movie. Very cool movie. Surprisingly heartwarming for as funny and as it is. But yes, it's 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 incredibly, insanely well acted and written. I love that movie. Uh, yeah, I thought about putting it in my list, but I haven't seen it for like 10 years. So I was like, ah, I can't remember how much I like it. I know I like it, hmm. but I can't put it on my list. So it was one of my honorable mentions. They're all drunk. Like, why don't we just, I love you, man. I love you too. Why don't we just <laughs> say that like every day? 
Yeah. Good. Good number five. Cool. Yeah, I think I think that rounds out our lists. I think it does too. I think that actually, what do we have time for honorable mentions at all? Did you? Are there any that just barely miss your lists at all? I feel I feel like if we if we just do one, that would probably be smart because we can go on for a while. That's that's what I was afraid of. So maybe one each. Is that okay with you, Tom? What do you think? Yeah, uh, I'll start with mine. Uh, Anchorman. That was the okay. one that was right on the edge. That's all. Because, uh, I mean, that's just quotable for days and days and days. <laughs> uh, I've got so many, so I'm just going to say the other Mel Brooks one was Blazing Saddles. I I, I I wanted to go with Blazing Saddles, but I was a, it was a coin flip between that and Robin Hood and Meta Tights, so Blazing Saddles is my honorable. Hot Fuzz for me. Hot Fuzz, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very easy. Fair enough. All right. Well, I'll do a nice little rundown here. Uh, We got Thomas has Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. This is Spinal Tap, Kingpin, Groundhog Day, and The World's End. Eric has Airplane, with an exclamation point, Basketball, Monty Python, The Holy Grail, Office Space, and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, Zach also has Airplane, Happy Gilmore, Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy, and Superbad. Yeah, good list, I think. Absolutely. All the way up and down. Great list, you guys. Uh, yeah, I think uh, think Eric needs to watch all of them. <laughs> I see. Okay, yes. I will I will make a point of it at some point in my life. Whatever. <laughs> I'm glad you gave me some time in your life. All righty. <laughs> Thank you for turning into Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Podcast Top 5. At ZachDale60, at TomTop5, and at E underscore Shane, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we are crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, and we know you must have, because we sure did, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Hey, thank you, and remember, it's okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. The rug really tied the room together, dude. It sure did. Did it not? It did. did. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. Bye.